Hey, Real Nerds. There's many ways to enjoy the Real Nerds podcast. You can listen to us on Stitcher, iTunes, and now Spotify and iHeartRadio. You can see what we're up to around town by following us at Real Nerds on Instagram. And if you want to send us your thoughts, you can email us at realnerds at gmail.com or call us at 720-6NERDS5. Like us on Facebook at Real Nerds Podcast or tweet us at Real Nerds. And now on with the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Men. Listen, I have my own podcast. I have my own podcast studio. I don't really care about those. What I really care about is the Real Nerds Podcast, the best podcast in the universe, in the multiverse, in, in, on all Earth, 616 and beyond. Listen to it. Subscribe right now and uh, listen to this episode. Listen to all the episodes, but especially listen to the, listen to the one that I'm on. It might be the best. Thank you, guys. Camera action! Well, a real nerd knows who shot, and a real nerd can follow the plot, and a real nerd can... Doesn't talk film! I'm sorry. Take it outside. Well, a real nerd knows who shot, and a real nerd can follow the plot, and a real nerd Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast of Denver Fan Expo 2022 and beyond. You are joining us live on Twitch, and we're recording this on Zoom for your earbud consumption ability with the uh, the uh, 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 uh. Uh, c- can you sound like you've been doing this for 11 years <laughs> at all, please? <laughs> I know. I know. I was trying to just be silly, but also I was trying to think of, you know, the people that are on YouTube channels. They go, yo, make sure you hit that bell <laughs> down there to subscribe and tell your friends about us. Like and subscribe. Uh, I-, I just can't do that. I can't pour myself out like that. I don't know why. That's probably because you're 40. Yeah, that's probably it, too. You know. I mean, I'm I'm on the gram, but I really don't use it. You're our, you're <laughs> you're our Instagram guy. <laughs> you're our Twitter guy. I yeah, need to true. work on Twitter, but yeah. you're a master at it. What? Well, you know, you got to be a master at something, not just a masturbator. You got to <laughs> really branch out. Hey, Brad, how are you today? Um, all right. I uh, didn't have to go to on a work trip, so I'm back here for the week and. Uh, Nice. Yeah, just trying to stay on top of stuff and, uh, you know, pay down this credit card debt. Fucking credit card. Hey, Brad, did you know that for over 10 years, we've seen a new movie and podcast our experience to the world? I did know that. Awesome. This week, we saw Sonic 2. You know, as interesting as I was preparing for this episode by seeing the movie, um, a lot like the video game. So the first video game people call Sonic the Hedgehog. And as the series evolved, they just called it Sonic 2, even though the Hedgehog is still part of it. People just ignored it until it was just Sonic 3 and then Sonic and Knuckles and so on and so forth. Sonic Adventure. Wait, so Sonic 3 is not just Sonic the Hedgehog 3? I don't. I think it is. It might be. I can't remember. I know Sonic and you Knuckles know, is Sonic and Knuckles, but... yeah. I thought it was Hedgehog did you ever, 2 or 3. Uh, 
I know you're a Nintendo guy. Did you ever play the Sega Genesis games? Yeah, my cousin had the Genesis. So whenever we visited, we got to play Genesis stuff. So, you know, the cool thing about Sonic and Knuckles is it had the, uh, you could flip the top of the cartridge off and lock in Sonic 2, and you could play as Knuckles in Sonic 2. Um, wow. One of the first mods, I guess, for video games. And it opened up new areas. It's pretty cool. I always wondered what that little adapter was. Yeah, so because, you know, Knuckles in the games, in the 2D versions, he could jump and climb on walls with those spiky boxing gloves he wears. If you throw so, Sonic 1 on there, you can't, he doesn't get added to that game, does he? I, he might, you know, it's been 20 something years since I've actually physically have played it on Sega Genesis. I have the Sega Genesis collection on my PlayStation. And those games are included, so I mean, it takes away some of that coolness. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, I, I don't know. Um, Did you see t- today that uh, they announced the uh, like limited edition Calabanga collection? Oh no, I didn't. What? Yeah. It's a little frustrating because I already pre-ordered the uh, regular edition, but there's a hundred fifty dollar deluxe edition. Oh shit, that's expensive. Yeah, but I mean, like as a turtle fan, I feel obligated to get it. So what comes with it? Because I've pre-ordered it as well, by the way. Yeah, there's a like a little statue thing. It's like this plexiglass, and there's like layers to it, and then like four turtles on it. Um, oh, there's sweet. some there's some like trading cards. Um, but the the cool thing for me is there's like a you know like an art book that oh, I love the covers art book. all the games. Yeah. Oh, it I'm covers like, all the games. Supposedly, yeah. I don't know how much they dedicate pages to you know all of them but you know like there's game boy games in this collection so um, oh yeah no that's it's like a such a cool um but i you know it's a game i've been waiting for forever honestly yeah you know because and it's kind of cool now to re-release things huh can you not pre-order it on amazon because it's not on amazon it's on target and best buy so far i'm sure amazon hmm. will probably get their version of it the, the box art's drawn by kevin eastman so it's like a new oh art shit piece. oh yeah there's a poster to, you have to get it fuck i know it's like it's also you know with all the problems with pre-ordering at best buy i'm just like yeah i, I mean I, I'd, i i pre-ordered this thing it doesn't have a specific release date yet and well, i guess december 31st but you know it, you, you know how unreliable oh, yeah. pre-ordering at best buy is Oh, don't even get me fucking started. <laughs> Last week's it's... debacle. Oh, actually, in a funny story today at Best Buy, so my Apple Watch is acting goofy, so I was going to get another one until I found out that if the new ones are super, super expensive. But anyways, I... <laughs> I acting goofy, I was... your watch is telling you, you are unhealthy and dying. Like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. This thing's broken. I don't, need... <laughs> I don't need that to tell me that. Um. Anyway, so I was there, and I was just looking through the movies, and they have the new Bruce Campbell Black Friday movie. I'm like, sweet. So I picked that up. And they had Beavis and Butthead do America. It was $11.99. I haven't seen it in probably 20 years. So I said, why not? So I went to check out and it wouldn't ring up. And the lady there said, oh, it's not supposed to be at this Best Buy. So we can't sell it to you. I go, wait, what? <laughs> you can't. It, it, you can't. There's no way for you to sell it to me in the system. And I'm not mad at the lady. I was just asking her a question. He said, no, our system sucks. I said, oh, I know it does. <laughs> so what are they going to do? Like 
box it up and then like run it over to the other store that does sell it? Like, I, I guess so. I guess probably so. not. They're just going to throw it in a box and send it back to corporate, and it's just going to get lost forever. Yeah. What well, because you know, I was I'm still even though I got my Batman Steelbook confirmed, I'm really concerned I'm not going to get it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like, there's people who pre-ordered the Spider-Man and didn't get it, or they got it and it's broken and they can't trade it out for anything. Yep. So, you know, because that's the, you can't do it anymore, but I used to wait till, you know, midnight the day before it released or the day of it released. And I'd order it to pick it up in store. Cause I knew I'd get one that wasn't damaged, but now they don't give you that option. They, I, it has to be delivered to my house. Yeah. In a PO box. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure the post office will treat it with the most utmost care. You know what else is suspicious is that like, you know, for the first few days after, you know, when this whole thing went down, the reviews on bestbuy.com were like two to one, you know, one stars to five stars. Yeah. Heavily unfavored. And then I started flipping through yesterday, looking through like what's changed. It's now flipped the opposite. And most of this, um, you know, positive five stars were posted two days ago. Yeah, well, you know, what's funny is when that was going on, because I was looking for your review. And yeah, which never happened. I know. And probably the so I was... Sandman punching Spider-Man in the asshole is probably what flagged it. <laughs> probably. Um, but it would be that and say, you know, you don't even make this available and, you know, stuff like that, which they didn't. And then the reviews below it sounded almost... Uh, too favorable like it was written by best buy people exactly um it it would say i don't know what everyone's complaining about if you pre-order it from our from best buy's website you get it the day of release i go huh sure you do sure you do accounts in here that say like they got it but it was two days late or Mm -hmm. you know it was outright canceled entirely so yeah i don't know how you bungle it why don't they just you knew it was going to be a big release. I know, man. Just, just fucked it. And then the, the I got the Target one. And the art in it's fine. But I can't get rid of the fucking banner on the slipcover. So it has, at the top, it has only available at Target. Like, <laughs> so obnoxious. I, I never even saw that Target version in stores. And I went to a bunch of Targets. So, yeah. Again, I, I mean, I know they're selling out, but. Their highest grossing movie of, the, of all time. And, uh. And I understand the need in, like in, in this point in time to not have a ton of overstock, but like they have tons of overstock of much smaller releases. So I, mean, I don't know why you don't go like, oh yeah, Spider-Man, No Way Home. We should probably have an abundance of that. <laughs> yeah, it seems like something people want. Yeah. I don't, I don't think we'll get screwed on that one. Yeah. Oh well, because I mean the Batman one is awesome. I love like the Riddler question mark outlining his you know profile and stuff so yeah we'll see fingers crossed it shows up yep but i'm this fully week, prepared for it to get canceled a week before it comes out <laughs> i know I'm fucking assholes i mean i kept my email and i'm gonna be really mean to them if it happens um this week we saw sonic the hedgehog 2 brad do you recommend Sonic 2? I guess uh, if you like the first one, you'll probably enjoy the second one. Um, 
I think it's it's a little better in the aspect that it uh, treats the like the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, like the one that's not the human. Like everything takes place on Earth, but still, it's just like I got more of a vibe of the games from the movie than the previous movie. But at the end of the day, it's still a lot of just people replying snarky quips to each other for like, I don't know, 60% of the dialogue. <laughs> so, and there's like a subplot that ends halfway through the movie um, that I didn't remember was part of the first one. So it's just, yeah, it's there to be flashy and entertain your kids. And it's, it's, it's fun enough, but there, there's not a lot of meat to it. You know, I, I, I guess I recommend it too. I mean, it's a fun movie. Um, and I mean, my little boy loves it and, you know, it's, it's zany enough and it keeps your attention long enough. My only complaint of it, I think it's about 20 minutes too long. They can, they could have cut some of the stuff out of it. Um, cause this one is, I think just over two hours, which I think is stretching it for oh, a kid's movie. Really? I mean, it yeah. feel like two hours to me, but that does seem long for this, <laughs> for because I, I I did kind of sit there a few points like I didn't feel like I was like oh this is like boring move on but it was like um like after I left I was thinking you know there's just a lot of padding <laughs> so yeah uh, yeah I mean because like I, the plot's not deep no <laughs> um yeah here here's the trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog two these rings signify the commitment. Sorry, sorry. Life or death situation. I need you to use the ring to save me. Like right now. Snow my god. Oh boy. Ah, Hawaii. I just hope we're not too late. Oh lord, there are two of them now. What's happening? Uh, okay, quick version. Robotnik is back. I discovered the source of ultimate power. We need to get it back or the world is doomed. You brought some kind of... Space porcupine. I am an echidna warrior. Hmm. Hedgehog. It's time to say goodbye to humanity. Welcome to the new norm. This is your moment to be the big hero. Bad time to say this, but I don't actually have a plan. Hey, you got a little something on your... Uh, Someone call an Uber? It's cold in here. Let's turn up the heat. The Winter Soldier. Fear not, citizen. You are terrible at this. Your negative attitude is not helping. <laughs> we stick together, no matter what. You're unskilled, untrained, unworthy. You forgot one. Unstoppable.
punching. So Sonic is adjusting to his new life on Earth. He wants to be a hero, or is he going to live long enough to become the villain? I don't know. Um, but he's kind of reckless in how he becomes a hero, and he basically goes on a hero's journey um, to find the Chaos Emerald. Uh, the Mega Emerald? Master Emerald. Oh, is that what they call it? The Mega Emerald? I call it the Chaos because that's what it's called in the video games. Uh, there are Chaos Emeralds, but this one in the movie is the Master Emerald of all the, like, you, mm. you know, it, it broke up at one point and then it, like, fused itself back that's together. That's right. Yeah. I'm getting my game and movie mixed up. And you're right. It uh, is two hours and two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, that's happening. Robotnik gets off of Mushroom Planet with the help of Knuckles, who is looking for Sonic. Because very briefly in the first movie, the first two minutes, you see the war between uh, Knuckles group and the long claws, which Sonic's a part of, which I don't still understand. Um, <laughs> so he curses the kidneys. Yeah. Um, are they natural enemies in the wild? I don't know. I don't know. I don't um, think I've ever seen like a real echidna. Like that wasn't no? Knuckles. I'm going to look it up right now. Echidna. Yeah, do it. Uh, but uh, Knuckles is voiced by Idris Elba, and he's pretty cool. I, I, he has a great voice for it um they gave him um like the drax personality yeah they did (laughs) where yeah he he doesn't quite get jokes um and he's super serious but also fun at the same time yeah and uh tells joins the quest uh as to help sonic um and he's uh you know they, they have a lot of winks to the video games uh, in this one, I think even more so than the first one, the tails flying, the biplane, and even Dr. Robotnik's machines looks like uh, one of the bosses you fight in his, the games at the end. And I mean, it, the movie's fun. Um, I, I think Jim Carrey isn't quite as good in this movie. I did like his assistant, though, at the Bad Bean or the Bean Machine Coffee place mean, which mean, is mean. A, yeah the mean bean coffee machine which is an old uh sonic game it was their knockoff of dr mario i think it's dr robotnik's mean bean machine is the oh, name that's of right it. that's what i was saying like god that sounds familiar and yeah it's because there's that game yeah yeah so I, I mean it's fun i liked moments of it you know the one thing i do like is never not entertaining it it constantly moves even if it, you feel like it drags a little bit. The, it, it's on to the next little vignette, I guess, for lack of a better word. Yeah, there's some things that in 3D um, kind of made me question, like Tails' two tails spinning. Like, mm-hmm. how would that really work? Do they constantly overlap each other? Like, wouldn't they get crossed and, like, cut off? <laughs> or does he have, like, I don't know, like a bone link in his butt? that? <laughs> it's, just, it's just cartilage. Constantly tails. spins, yeah. I like. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, and then there's that like CIA subplot, like the wedding was fake. Oh yeah, that was really weird. Yeah, was that was the the fiance the husband or yeah fia- fiance? What? I feel like I'm using the wrong word. 
No, fiance's right. Yeah. Um, was he in the original movie? I don't remember him. No. So remember that lady who's getting married, she was tied up when they went to San Francisco. Yeah, I remember her. And then I guess she met him in between the time. And then they have a destination wedding in Hawaii, which had some funny lines in it. Um, but it, it is a really elaborate plot to kidnap Sonic. Um, yeah. And it, it seemed like it was just played for laughs. And it's weird that, I mean, I guess because it's a kid's movie that everybody just had tasers. Instead yeah. of, hey, we don't trust you CIA types with any guns. Here's here's the ET version of who you are. Um, it, yeah, it was just really bizarre. And you're right. That's, I guess you could even lose that part. That took, what, 20, 30 minutes? <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, because yeah, there's probably like 10 minutes of her chasing him down, him kind of feeling like he did a bad thing, which, like, how long was their engagement? Like, he's just now kind of figuring out that... <laughs> I know. He didn't want to go with he's the, the ultimate villain in the movie of like fucking with someone's emotions and then I did it for the job. <laughs> and oh, guess what? I actually do love you. <laughs> Weird <laughs> yeah. that I only figured that out now. But they, um, you, but you know, you say that, and now I'm thinking because they also brought up. Remember, he said when he uh, James Marsden character was first there, he said, "What well, I'm supposed to like you? You taped my wife or my fiance to a chair." Like there was a history there that we didn't know about. Yeah, like why would he tease him if he like yeah. knows there, that there's a secret plan? <laughs> yeah, and then, like yeah, his his, his uh, she's not even like upset with him. <laughs> like she's gotten over it, so it's like weird that he's bringing that up. And then the yeah. um, weren't Sonic's rings like really like he can't afford to lose any of them, but he's just giving them away this movie, like on any little whim. Like, what? I don't know. Gosh. <laughs> I thought so like the last movie the made a point one. where the rings were like so precious that. Um, well, yeah, I think you're right too. Cause isn't there a part in the first movie at the end where he's falling off a building and all the rings are falling and he has, he's, he has to collect them all. Yeah. Which I get as a nod to the game, but they made it seem like, you know, he can't survive without them. Yeah. Um, or know. like he can't get home because he doesn't have enough of them or something. And then, um, in this movie, he's just like, here, here's one to like go on your Hawaiian vacation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no big deal. Like, why wouldn't you t- use one of them to get back to Owl Planet or whatever? Yeah. I don't know. It, and there's something, I mean, <laughs> the, you could see that he was going to have lose the engagement ring and give a Sonic ring. And I don't understand why he just doesn't tell him, say, hey, man, that's your, the wrong ring. Here's the real one. Yeah, I, I hate that I, in movies where they just like all they have to do is explain what's going on and they can just like get out of the situation. They just find a way to drag it out so it gets more complicated. I know. It's like they know who Sonic is. Like <laughs> Exactly. It's like, oh, I, I switched rings with Sonic. And yeah, they just make it more of a debacle than it needs to be. But that said, I mean, I think the, uh, the special effects look pretty great in it. Um, the uh, the I like the nod to the games where they were looking for the master emerald <laughs> and they're inside the, the temple. Yeah. Um, that was the point where I was like, okay, this is like the games. Um, yeah. Cause it even had Sonic, you know, inhale a bubble so he could breathe longer underwater. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and he can't swim in the game. So that was kind of a fun little Easter egg too. Um, Even though he can run really fast on top of water. So I don't know why he's afraid of drowning. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess he could just spin like a ball and shoot out of the water. I think, I think he could do that in the games. Maybe he should play his own video game and he'd know. Maybe. Yeah. Idiot. (laughs) So, yeah, I I thought it was fun. I mean, there's way worse movies out there. Um, And it's not totally a stupid kids film. It's very aware of what it is. It has a lot of meta humor in it. Um, You know, they know it's not crazy. And I like that they got Colleen O'Shaughnessy to be Tails. She was the voice of him in the cartoon. It's kind of a nice familiarity with the character. Nice. Yeah. Um, actually, that like Tails is a little underdeveloped. Like they didn't really like he shows up and he's just a fanboy of Sonic, and then uh, he's just kind of bummed that he's been like we've never seen him get bullied or anything. He just says like, "Oh yeah, people, you know, tease me about my two tails." Yeah. Um, and that's about it for Tails. Like, there's that's all he goes through in the game, in the movie. So, yeah, it I w- think like Knox, Knuckles has more going on. Yeah, I agree. And I, I mean, I I've always loved the Sonic games, but it, they kind of seem more. I mean, I, I might be wrong here. They're more of kind of a cult thing than Mario. You know what I mean? And in our theater when they did the post credit scene where they revealed Shadow the Hedgehog, people cheered. So I, maybe. They're well more well loved than I remember. Or the more modern games are more recognizable. Oh yeah, maybe I can't even. I don't even know what uh, game. I want to say Shadow was Sonic Adventure, or maybe Adventure Two. I remember him on the cover, like snapping his fingers. Yeah, I think it's Adventure Two. Uh, because we were working at GameStop at the time, <laughs> and Dreamcast that lasted what two years, three years. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So maybe we just don't know. Maybe it's passed us by. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I got those games from that era because they had like Sonic Adventure DX on the GameCube or whatever. I think oh, oh. Shadow was added to that or something. I don't remember. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't a big... Remember. I, was <laughs> I never big got around to playing them. I was, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the 3D ones. The 2D ones are great. I mean, the coolest thing that the 3d ones invented was the visual memory card that the dreamcast have which i always thought was really cool that you could um i forget the name of the little pet you got in sonic adventure but it was like a virtual pet you could carry around and play as well you know i think Um, about it i've been lambasting these for being like two set in the human world but sonic adventure on the dreamcast like i think the first world is you just running through like the streets of san francisco so uh yep i think you're right yeah or what like whatever they recycle from crazy taxi maybe um <laughs> um so I, I, yeah as, as someone who grew up in, in the 90s you know it's, I'm, I'm just looking for like casino world and uh you know it's a fun nod that the they live in green hill which is you know for green hill yeah. zone but uh yeah i guess all this being set in San Francisco and stuff does have a place in the Sonic universe already. So I'm dumb. <laughs> well, one day we'll all be smart. I'm still interested in like seeing where this shadow plot line goes. And yeah, I mean, I, said I don't think Robotnik's entirely movies. out of it. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
you know, they're not horrible movies. I think they're pretty fun. And I mean, obviously I'll own it because my kid loves them. Um, but I, they're, they're not obnoxious where I can't watch them. Yeah. And there is some they're, depth to where, you know, Sonic is this kid who like lives alone. And so his only outlet is to go pretend to be Batman at night. Yeah. I mean, they, I thought the opening with him was really fun Yeah, uh, where he is the blue blur or whatever he called himself. But now that he has other people like him, he can form like a, a friend group and grow that yeah, way. You so know, that, that's Tells important. Is Robin and Knuckles is like Nightwing. <laughs> <laughs> or Red Hood. Or Red Hood. Ooh, that's even better. Give him some guns and an even darker backstory and we're set. <laughs> Why'd you let the Joker beat me and then not kill him? <laughs> That's the Sonic movie I want to see. <laughs> Finally, the dark, greedy Sonic movie I've been waiting for. Robotnik kills Knuckles and everyone thinks he's dead. <laughs> and then he comes back as a <laughs> vigilante that kills criminals. And he starts by killing Robotnik and, oh, dude, practically writes itself. Inspired by <laughs> the Under the Red Hood. <laughs> um, yeah, there's like robot uh, robotnik comes back as like a riddler thing where he's like yeah leaving cryptic <laughs> messages and yeah dark sonic and we'll just call it uh the dark blur or something i'm trying to think of other there aren't any other sonic villains right like that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah i mean i think robotnik is in he's kind of like bowser he's basically in every game yeah I mean, Mario has the Toad King from Mario 2. Um, but I guess Mario does branch out uh, with a little bit more. Um, yeah, eventually he had the Koopa Kids, and then... Yeah. Um, in 2, it wasn't Bowser, was it? It was... No, it was the, the Toad King or Frog King or whatever yeah. that was. Oh, it was Wart. Duh. Wart, yeah. Yeah. Um, love that game that's one of my favorite Mario games I think Sunshine had a different thing uh, yeah it, well no because it's technically Bowser Jr yeah um, he was the one who was graffitiing all over the Delfino Island I'm trying to think yeah that's alright <laughs> Mario games are my favorite games of all time so I'm always down with him uh, the, the two the two henchmen from uh, the Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> True. Um, I mean, I guess if you want to include Paper Mario, usually Bowser's an unwilling frenemy in it. Um, but yeah, fun stuff. Every week, I like to look back on the big news story, and this is the big news story. From Hollywood this week. It's real news. Brad, the only thing I want you to do for this news story is to insert Thor Love and Thunder. Trailer drop now. These hands were once used for battle. Now they're but humble tools for peace. I need to figure out exactly who I am.
I want to choose my own path. Live in the moment. My superheroing days are over. What's crazy about that trailer? I mean, the trailer is awesome. <laughs> Just. It has a cool vibe again. I, I love the part where uh, Star-Lord is telling that you can look somebody you love in the eye and Thor kind of slowly moves into camera. The camera frame um, is brilliant. Uh, the, the choice of song is brilliant. And I love, and I don't know if you agree with me on this, Brad, is the movie comes out in like two and a half months. And this is the first look we've had at the movie which I think is cool because the Marvel movies, everybody's so hyper aware of when they're coming out. I think it's cool if they hold off on revealing what's in them. Well, I imagine everything being left out has some connection to multiverse of madness, which we're still a month away from or two weeks away from. Yeah. Which I mean, I get it, but I mean, how do you feel about that where they don't really release a trailer so far in advance? I mean, yeah, two months is cutting it close. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm fine with less trailers. Like I, I just like to go and cold, especially for like Marvel movies, because they've already got my money. I'm gonna go yeah, in no matter exactly. what. So they don't need to advertise to me. Um, you know, something like an A24 movie. Like I do want to see trailers for because you know they're not based on anything. That and they're weird as fuck. So you kind of got to see what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I got to see like yeah, new Marvel movie July. I'm like cool. I'll be there. Yeah, then do what they did on this one, where they give you a little hint. You know. Natalie Portman's Mighty Thor, I think, is her official title. Which I'm uh, guessing looks, is something that's probably a product of Multiverse of Madness. Because I'm like, why yeah. is suddenly Jane Foster Thor? Like, it just, you know. It, that... In the comics, she becomes really sick. And uh, because she's worthy, she's able to will the Mjolnir and she becomes the Mighty Thor. Because I don't know what happens with Thor. I'm not as well versed in the Thor comics. I. I um, I do know that they start. They did release the toy figure of Christian Bale's Gore, yeah. the bad guy in it, and it looks interesting. Um, but yeah, obviously we still have no idea what's going on in the movie. Seems like it's kind of a road trip movie with Thor and Korg, which I'm totally down with. <laughs> yeah, although it is weird that um, like the main point of it is like he's still trying to figure out who he is. I'm like, isn't that like, like kind of his arc through the other three movies too? Like well, just trying to, he's like he's still trying to figure it out. Well, the only thing I can think of, and this is what I get from the trailer too, is he's working out in it. So, you know, he lost everything, uh, became extremely unhealthy, and now it's him becoming the person he wants to be. Because I, there's a line in it that uh, he used to fight for war, and now he fights for love and peace. 
which I think will be an interesting arc for him because he lost everybody. He's like one of the few Avengers remaining. And one of the few Asgardians remaining. So exactly. So it's, I think it's going to be a journey of self-discovery in that regard. Um, with Taka Waititi's trademark humor and um, goofiness, which is really cool seeing, you know, it branch out from that. And um, yeah, I don't know. I think it looks really good and really fascinating. Yeah. Well, I'm there for it. Um, oh yeah. We'll be I love there. Ragnarok. So hell yeah. The big Hollywood comeback has us looking closer at, the box office. Here, let me be a clever internet headline writer. Harry Potter's magic has worn off. <laughs> oh, burn. You got it. Oh, him. Fantastic Beasts. Uh, the Secrets of Dumbledore opened to a series low, 43 million. Um, which, I, I mean, I guess for a movie like that, they got to see if it has what they call legs and how long it lasts for. Um, but well, I do know, I think the second movie kind of uh, was not well received and that, and with J.K. Rowling deciding to be crazy. It really hurt the film. Um, well, but so I went to see the Batman at the drive-in this weekend, right? No, oh, sweet. And ahead of it, they had Secrets of Dumbledore. So I was like, "Wow, that's a really long <laughs> screening." The fucking eight that's double really feature. But um, yeah, I tried to not. I tried to miss it. I tried to get there late, so I just like got there for the Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still arrived. I think with like an hour of Dumbledore left. And for about 20 minutes of that, I was trying to like order food and like staying in your concessions and like not paying attention to what was going on. And I still had a bunch of the movie left. So I got back to my car and I like, I actually started watching, you know, the last half of the movie and I've never seen, I've only watched the Harry Potter movies, each one once through years ago. Oh, that's right. I forgot. You haven't even seen the other ones. And I haven't seen Grindelwald or the first fantastic beast. So I'm just kind of, it's it's like a really cold watch, right? Trying mm-hmm. to understand, like catching up to what's going on, and you know, there's some movies where you get to the end, and you can kind of like backtrack and figure out what you missed. This movie, I couldn't figure out what I missed at all. Like <laughs> basically, everyone's chased, like trying to stop Grindelwald from winning an election, which is like cool climax, bro. Um, <laughs> there's like one magic fight, um, but as I was sitting there, I was going like it's interesting that they expect these movies to do as well because it's all adults in here. Like there's no children characters. Like there's some like fantastic beast characters, like cute little CGI characters to like, I don't know. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, heard, cute, I mean, but... I haven't seen it, but reading reviews, I, you know, I heard they've pretty much abandoned the fantastic beast part of it. Yeah. Like there's CGI monsters in it, but I, like I was, all I got from it was like, Dumbledore has a, a dark past secret thing and they're trying to stop Grindelwald from winning an election and it's all very like adult and I'm like okay so these movies are catering to fans of the Harry Potter movies who are you know hanging around for the next you know Wizarding World thing 
Um, but they're also like those people are smart enough to follow JK Rowling's craziness. Um, so it's like, I don't know, you know, without any like kid characters for kids to la- latch onto and get into this sure. fantastic, like, I don't know why they expect him to do like, you've got what, like a fifth of your audience already. Um, True. It's an interesting, interesting perspective that they seem to have. Um, and it sounds like they might not go further anyway, so it doesn't matter, but yeah. Um, but, but the, I mean, the big story, I'll just highlight a couple. I mean, Sonic still made 30 million, which is pretty great. Um, so that brought its total up to 120. Um, everything everywhere all at once, our movie of the week last week actually gained a percentage this week and went, moved up from sixth to fourth. And it brings its total to 17 million, which is kind of interesting for a movie that that's quirky. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Mayan is um, only screening that movie. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the biggest story, though, is the Batman crossed 750 million worldwide. Um, yeah, I think which, it's like I mean, 40th domestic right now. So, um, yeah. And uh, I mean, for a movie that is that dark and that long, uh, it's, I mean, I think it's pretty surprising. Um, I was looking at it last night because it was still pulling in like a million for each day. Yeah. Um, but then. <laughs> Um, when I went to bed, I popped on HBO Max and I was like, you can watch the Batman right now on HBO Max. And I was like, oh, well, that's going to <laughs> cause a steep drop. <laughs> I know. And I don't think Batman's going to get to 400. And also what's funny about Warner Brothers is, you know, I, I still firmly, well, besides the pent up demand for Spider-Man No Way Home, it was only available in theaters. And it made so much money, they kept pushing the release of its home video. Um. And I think too, that's might have been a best buy why they ran into some problems with it, but they kept on pushing it and it ended up being way beneficial. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's still awesome. I mean, 350 million and for that movie is really great. Not that it's, I mean, it's a great film, but just that, you know, the tone of it and how long it is and you also have to get over. I think Ben Affleck was an awesome Batman, but those movies have a lot of negativity surrounding them. So uh, I think it's quite an accomplishment. You know, it's interesting. They say that like um, long run times don't translate to uh, big box office returns, but some of the all time, let's see here. Oh, I mean, Gone with the Wind is the highest grossing move of all time. And it's four hours long. (laughs) Yeah. But like, uh, Avengers Endgame, Avatar, Titanic. Like those are all long ass movies that are in the top seven, top 10 of all time. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't have a problem with it. You tell me a good story. I'm totally down. That's all I care about. Yeah. Like, I don't think I could do a three hour Sonic the Hedgehog movie, but <laughs> uh, a three hour they... detective saga probably yeah. works. Unless they made it. <laughs> I don't know how you could. <laughs> but you tell me a story that takes three hours and make it en- entertaining. I'll watch it. I guess if you watch Sonic one and two back to back. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but again, I'd say there's a lot you could trim out of that combination. Oh, for sure. Anywho, we'll, the, we'll see if the nerds have anything else to add to the conversation this week. Hey, film buddies. Follow me around Denver. This week, at the Esquire Cine Insomnia, they are screening Alien, the Director's Cut, 
Friday the 22nd and Saturday the 23rd. And good news, the drive-ins are back. The Holiday Twin has reopened, and they're screening, but they actually haven't selected this week's lineup. Last week it was Dumbledore and Batman on one screen, and Sonic and the Lost City on another. So expect that to be held over, um, but there might be something new. We don't know yet, but they are reopened. And then also the 88 Drive-In reopened last week with Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and Morbius on their one screen. So check that out. And also Starfest has decided that this year will be their final voyage on May 13th through the 15th at the Hyatt Regency Tech Center. Uh, they will be having the final Starfest ever. So... If you love that fest as much as I do, go ahead and check that out. And that's what's going on around town. You know, people tell me they're going to send stuff in and they don't. Um, so I'm just going to jump ahead. And um, I'm sure if Zach got around to it, he would do a memoriam for Gilbert Gottfried yep. this week. Um, so I'll just do it for him. He died and that's sad. That oh, is sad. He's uh, very unique in his voice. <laughs> um, you could pick him out anywhere. Doug Love Movies released a podcast from a few years ago that he was on and oh his jokes are so <laughs> so <laughs> awful. <laughs> like not that they're like the, the subject matter awful in a good so way. Yeah, like they're definitely off color. Um there's like how do you even think of that? Like that's so <laughs> messed up. Um but uh yeah, I, I thought it was weird cuz uh in the 90s Comedy Central had reruns of like the 80s SNL mm-hmm. and he was a cast member then and he didn't have that like Iago persona mm. um, like the loud you know Aflac thing going on <laughs> you know he's just like another character actor so it was interesting to see that transition like I didn't know there's like another version of him yeah so, and of course he had that uh, biography biographical movie biopic a couple years ago that was on Zach's top 10 and um, I haven't gotten around to watching it but I will someday yeah that's a lot of like it a lot of big comedians over the last year or so yeah someone shared that picture of like like Louis Anderson Norm Macdonald and him Bob Saget or yeah not Norm Macdonald Bob Saget yeah but yeah also Norm Macdonald and Norm Macdonald yeah yeah then Kiss Rockets punched in the face (laughs) I know because you got to keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> you ever do that for bag. Laura? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What a douchebag. Whatever. Um, yeah. That's sad. Next week, we're seeing The Northman? <laughs> or what else is coming out next week? There's two movies, right? Yeah. Hang on a sec. God, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank. There's another movie that I want to see next week. Uh, where are you? Oh, the 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 Nicolas Cage one. Oh yeah, that one looks awesome. <laughs> um, what do you want to see this week, Brad? I mean, we're gonna see both of them eventually because the week after the wide release is Memory, which I've even heard of. Could use a trailer. Uh, I for think that. that's a. I think that's a Liam Neeson one. <laughs> Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, I think I saw a poster for that. But yeah, I, I think I'd rather watch The Northman or Nick, Nick Cage movie. So I, it's just a matter of... So I'll put a poll up on uh, mm, Twitter well. and whatever wins, we will see. Yeah, and then the other one we'll watch the next week. Cool. 
and then we'll watch Doctor Strange, and then we'll and do then a film explosion. Film explosion, yeah. So start getting those 1992 lists in. Yeah, baby. Uh, that's an Army of Darkness shout out. <laughs> <laughs> cool, Brad. Thanks as always. Yeah, no you problem. Caught us on Twitch. Thank you. If you're listening yep. to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. What am I forgetting? Uh, Amazon Dr- sent us a request to be a podcast on their thing, but I don't know if you want to do it. Yeah, dude. Why not? Uh, if you listen to us on our website, through Facebook, we appreciate the support. And you'll, you, you, if you want a chance to see us, we'll be at Denver Fan Expo. July 1st through the 3rd. Yahoo. Bye. Well, a real nerd knows who shot a real nerd. Can follow the plot and a real nerd. Will give it all guts. Let's come action. Thanks for listening to Real Nerds Podcast, a Nebulous Visions production. Stream or download episodes, read articles at realnerdspodcast.com. Stream us on Apple or Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or iHeartRadio. Follow us on Facebook, Real Nerds Podcast. Twitter and Instagram, at Real Nerds. Watch us on YouTube, Real Nerds Podcast. Email us at realnerds at gmail.com. Call us at 720-6NERDS5. Thank you to Sparks Mandrill, Mike at Plan 9 Studios, and Bologna for all of our groovy theme songs. And that's how you fucking do it.